0: Hey there, welcome to Dirt Rich, Seasonal Conversations on Food and Farming. I'm Katie Federal, the Communications Director for SFA.
1: And I'm Jared Luman, the Soil Health Lead for the Sustainable Farming Association.
0: Yeah, and today we're actually in the same place for once for a staff yeah. meeting. So we thought that we'd share a bulletin board kind of thing of SFA opportunities and events that, that are going to appeal to any farmer or local food supporter. Yeah, And I think the first thing that I want to highlight is SFA's On Farm Consulting. It's something that I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people know that we offer, but I've heard from those who have participated just how big of an impact it's made for them. Mm. And Jared, of course, is one of our consultants. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what on-farm consulting is all about for us, Yeah.
1: Yeah no I'd be happy to. And yeah I came uh came on in 2020 and and I think it's something that it sounds like Kent and some of the staff have been doing for a long time but it certainly wasn't maybe as promoted and as pushed as it has been in the last couple of years we were fortunate to get some funding to really encourage us to do uh more of that but it's it's fun and it's cool because it takes what we learn at our, you know, our winter events and our summer field days and pasture walks and things. And it allows us to make it so much more personal, right? Because when you go to a field mm-hmm. day, it's so easy to uh, to get excited, to get pumped up. You see, see some farmers doing some really cool things. Farmers who have been trying for 10, 15 years and you go home and either, you know, you have maybe some family who's maybe not too encouraging, or you start to run into stumbling blocks and challenges that you didn't get a specific answer answer to back at that field day because they're talking to a crowd of fifty people and not to you. And this this one on one farm consulting that we get to do, I I just love it because it allows us to get on farm with people and spend you know I think I've spent as much as like ten hours on one farm and stuff in the past. Oh my and gosh, we get to spend yeah, a lot of time with these these farmers and just walking through. What are their goals? What's the context of their farm, of their life, of their family, and and how can we implement these soil health principles and these these things that we talk about and that we share about? Uh, how can we implement them on their farm, and how can we help them accomplish their goals on a whole level that's you know so much more personal than we than we can ever accomplish in something else. And so, I think that's just the super cool thing about this is that you know it it's uh it's just allows somebody to get a whole new level of information that they wouldn't get from something else.
0: Absolutely. And the opportunity to be like one-on-one or Mm one-on-two, maybe I think sometimes we've had a a pair um, of folks go out. And so what kind of uh, expertise are y'all bringing to the table that's available on our team?
1: Yeah. So we've got, well, Kent, he knows everything pretty much. So (laughs) (laughs) we're fortunate to have some, some really, really expert uh, staff here at SFA. Um, But a lot of the work that i've done and that uh uh, you know kent and and doug and and jonathan and i would say where we specialize is more so on the grazing side um we all have a lot of grazing experience in our own farm businesses and so it's really fun to be able to help people like walk through a lot of farmers have they're they're starting with just a large paddock and and they want to they hear about adaptive grazing or rotational grazing and they say this sounds great well what does that mean? Uh, you know, what should I do? And so we can walk through them the steps on like, how can we use your existing infrastructure? Would it be better to tear down and start from scratch? And if we're, you know, working from this, you know, what should we put where? What about waterline and fence infrastructure? And. You know, how do we actually help people design grazing plans and lo- look at what what to watch for and how do we, you know, adapt our, our management? And um, so grazing, I would say, is our expertise, but we do also work with farmers on implementing soil health principles within a cropping uh, context as well. Things mm-hmm. like integrating cover crops and implementing soil or uh, no-till uh you know, farming or minimal till practices and how to integrate livestock into a row cropping enterprise and things. So we we work with them on everything, but I'd say we're kind of lucky and, and it's cool to have a staff that all has a lot of grazing experience. And I think that kind of stems <laughs> partly from it seems like it's a a common trend for farmers who start going down the soil health path is the the more they go, they realize that ultimately the best and the optimal in soil health and and regenerating soils is perennials perennial pastures mm. and livestock grazing. So a lot of us have experience in crops and have slowly worked our way. I know the Doug and uh, myself have a very similar uh, path of, you know, being more organic ro- or cropping and organic row cropping, and then finding that perennial pastures are the ultimate. And so kind of moving our way more towards pastures. So that's ultimately kind of where our expertise is, is the greatest, but we definitely work with everybody on, on everything. And, and actually, beyond that, too, I, I apologize. I didn't even think about the staff that we have with Angie and dairy and dairy grazing and Dan. And we have, you know, vegetable and fruit, fruit and vegetable production experts and stuff as well that can help implement these principles in context beyond just crop and, and beef cattle.
0: Oh, absolutely. Got a little something for everybody then.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we try. <laughs> we try. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And I, it seems from the stories that I've heard from folks, um, especially in the last couple of weeks, that you've been able to connect with people who are maybe in their first few years of farming um, and help through consulting, but also people who've been in the game for a while. Have you yeah, have you had an experience with that too? It seems like this could be useful for just about anybody.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. That's, that's the fun part about it is it's applicable to any farm at any stage. When I, I work with people, I, I like to say like there's always the perfect ideal world and sure we could all dream of someday getting to this perfect place where our farm and management is everywhere you know, is, is everything that we've always dreamed of but at the end of the day today all we can you know we, you know if we can just take the next step whether you're mm-hmm. you've been in the farming career for 50 years and you don't feel like there's anything you can do at this point you know it might be as simple as you know let's look at instead of going 100 percent no-till and adding cover crops let's just look at no-tilling and Uh, beans after corn you know let's take a step down this direction and for the beginning Mm -hmm. farmer who's got you know maybe there's some people i've worked with it's pretty cool to see they're just they're just ripping and roaring ready to go like let's do it all let's jump all in and there's people who have like they sell the sell the tillage equipment and go all in on this and that's great too but um yeah we work with farmers of all enterprises all all ages and everything we're always happy to help
0: Oh, that's awesome. I remember one story in, uh, in particular, someone was talking about how they they felt they had a tunnel vision on the farm, like they've been doing it for a mm-hmm. bit, but they really just needed some fresh eyes on mm. the farm just to like, get some momentum going again and figure out what to make a change. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And that t- makes total sense, right? Like mm-hmm. you talked earlier about how everyone gets so much energy from um, the field days when they're with everybody, they're getting ideas, they're learning new yeah. things, and it's exciting. And then, yeah. oh, then you get back to your
1: <laughs> Yep. Yeah. No, it's true. It's sometimes that pair of fresh eyes or a third party that's not in it every day is exactly what you need to have to convince you to do something different. And I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's one of the huge advantages of just getting out and seeing something different. It exposes you to new ideas and, and also kind of an advantage of, not just to get more people to our events, but bring the whole family out because it's it's not mm-hmm. uncommon at all for an, an individual to go and learn about something like this and come home and be shot down by, uh, you know, maybe it's the generate the older generation who has the control and the management and stuff. And so, you know, get get the family involved. This, this farm farming mm-hmm. is. It's a family business. It's very much integrated with life and with family, and so getting everybody on board and, and in, in agreement on these things is going to be important. So the more we can engage them in the education and the uh, and the direction, I guess, that we're hoping to go, I think that's that's going to be a big key.
0: Mm, yeah. So could you walk me through if someone's interested in per- in having an on farm consult? What do they do? They they email someone in particular, or how should they go yeah. about this?
1: Well, that's a good question, because I think we're going to try and a bit more uh, make it more streamlined. I, last I talked with Lucinda, I think we want to get something on the website. I'm not sure if it's currently out there or not, but we've had uh, kind of a Google Drive fill out your information, and and I can maybe we should try and clarify that information. But ultimately, <laughs> reach out to any one of us. Uh, all of our contact information is on the website. You can reach out to myself, Jared at SFA-MN.org, uh, uh, or Jonathan. Uh, and just reach out and explain your, your kind of a little bit of what you're looking for and, and we'll set up a time to get to you that's the easiest way but we are trying the end of the right now the mm-hmm. easiest way is just to reach out directly to us but we are i think gonna maybe get something on the website to make more of a easier um uh, not an application process just like an interest form and some, or something like that
0: yeah then we're able to like match the best person for the location and the type of farming and all right
1: yeah 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 exactly yeah because that's another i don't know if it's a Yeah, sometimes it seems like an advantage, uh, and you know, and sometimes a disadvantage. Like now with our staff meeting, we're trying to get together, but we're spread all over the state. So Mm -hmm. it's an advantage when it comes to uh, working with people that we have. You know, we've got staff everywhere who have experience in all these different environments too, from Wadena, Minnesota, with Kent, and you know, all the way down to Southeast Minnesota by me, and 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 all over the place. So yes, Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure.
0: So one of the things that I one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this today, you know, first because I don't think a lot of people know about it. But also, uh, we have Give to the Max coming up um, on the 17th, which this Mm -hmm. will be released on the 16th. So tomorrow. (laughs) Um, And and if you're unfamiliar, if you live outside of the state, uh, Give to the Max is like Minnesota's giving holiday. So a lot of nonprofits and schools are fundraising for different uh, programs or initiatives. And we are fundraising for our, our on-farm consulting program. It's something that isn't often covered by a grant or um, a foundation and so having this extra 15,000 which' we're, is our goal would help us give a lot of flexibility to you know Jared and Jonathan and the whole consulting staff in being able to um, not continue to not reject any interest <laughs> in <laughs> yes. an on-farm consult and know that their time is covered because you're out there for several hours right plus drive yeah. time and all yeah. that
1: yeah yeah no it's it's you know it's it's something cool people often ask you know how can how do we do we have to pay for this service and so far we've been able to offer it free um you know because of the support from largely you know different people and grants and and supporters through this give the max program and stuff so it's no cheap expense when you consider you know, a couple hour car drive, 8 hours at a farm, you know, <laughs> throwing a meal or two and stuff and in the drive home. Mm-hmm. It's not a cheap expense, but we're we're pretty we're pretty grateful to have the ability to offer that to farmers who feel they need it.
0: Absolutely. So we want to keep saying yes to everybody. Yes. Um I think we mm-hmm. are a couple thousand in so far towards our 15k. Some uh generous community donors uh have put up a $5,000 match. And so we're getting close to matching that, but not quite. So if you feel so moved to support this work, um, you can definitely give on our page on the GiveMN website. We'll put that link in the episode description, or you can give directly on the SFA website, or you can become a member of SFA or renew your membership. All of that will count towards our match and towards our 15K goal. Um, And I know we won't, Really, talk a lot about membership on Dirt Rich so far, uh, but th- it really keeps SFA going. You know, we were founded as a farmer to farmer network. So, membership is just so intertwined with the work we do. And uh, it'll get you some discounts to events like our annual conference and yeah. our Midwest Soil Health Summit, which is coming. Yeah. Like, we're going to talk about those in a second because those are
1: really yeah.
0: <laughs> It'll get you some other discounts. Like, we have a partnership with North Circle Seeds, which is a regional um, cl- climate adaptive seed saving company and of course you can always choose to join a regional chapter if you'd like and then you know your membership supports your your local community as well mm-hmm. uh we do have people on the coasts even that are members so if you're really? out of state and you still want to be a member yeah like feel free <laughs> you'll still get all of like the news and the updates from us and keep in touch and get the um i don't know like the knowledge from jared and all our other farmer consultants <laughs> yeah. on what what's going on
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like we talked about the importance of some of these events and stuff too, like that, that are maybe the starting point before a farm consult, but I think there's some of the summer events and things that are offered free to members and and at a certain cost to Mm -hmm. non-members. So it's, it's really doesn't take too long if you're engaged to get your money's worth.
0: (laughs) It's like $40 for an individual membership, 50 for a household. And those are just suggested like if you if yeah. it's not a good time to give a full 40 and you're like, well, I can do 10. That's fine, too. Um, mm-hmm. We have a pay what you can option.
1: Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm curious if unless you have anything more you wanted to talk about on the uh, give to the max, um, you know, we talked about how important consulting is. But a lot of times the first step for somebody is. An event, maybe like our winter events that are coming up as well and annual conference. Yeah. I know you're working on, on that a bunch. So maybe tell me a little bit about what's going on with annual conference.
0: Oh, I'd be happy to, uh, the annual conference is my favorite thing that we do. I, it was one of the first SFA events that I attended as an intern way back when, and it's so warm and inviting and everyone is excited to see each other. And I think it just, it brings out the best of this community. Um, But that is coming up in February of 2023. So we're going to be in the College of St. Benedict in St. Joseph, Minnesota on Saturday, February 11th. And registration is open. We are on an early bird, you know, register early, get a discount thing right now um, through the end of the year. So it's $50 for SFA members another, you know, (laughs) perk to being a member and 75 for non-members. And then those prices are going to go up by 25 bucks starting January 1st. So definitely you'll want to get on on that early bird pricing. It's free registration for emerging farmers. And we have a kids program available as well. So you you can bring the whole family (laughs) Mm and chat about um, bring those conversations home.
1: Like what's some of the content that they have there? They've got all sorts of different people and different, Topics, I guess, right?
0: Absolutely. So this one is really broad. I think there's somebody for everybody, something for everybody. We are still putting the schedule, but it seems like the ones that have been confirmed are marketing strategies for farmers. I heard Jared working on his pro- farm profitability <laughs> <laughs> presentation <laughs> earlier. So there's that. There's definitely going to be things on grazing. Um, We're working on having an entire track of sessions that are going to be geared towards fruit and vegetable growers. Um, So that'll cover soil health, but also um, different, I think, production and uh, profitability items there
1: as well. The cool thing about it is that we like to utilize our state experts. Like we have a ton of awesome farmers in Minnesota. Like mm-hmm. we really do. A lot of people who are doing some really cool things. And so you know, this is a, kind of a neat opportunity to give them the opportunity to share some of their stories. And and there's obviously some, it's always cool to hear from some of the big names that are all over the country and the world. But it's hard to get as relevant information as your neighbor, <laughs> you know, as the person who's doing yes. it right down the road. So that's another neat advantage of the annual conference.
0: Mm-hmm. The key feature of the conference is it's all farmer led. I think I, I would be surprised if we have more than one session that doesn't involve a farmer. I think each one will have somebody yeah. um, speaking to their experience there. And it's often really discussion based, like they'll invite questions from the audience. Um, if there's a PowerPoint, it's not going to be the whole thing. So this is a really engaging event to be at um, and it, and it's fun we have some social hours built in and some people don't even go to a lot of the conf- uh the actual sessions because they're too busy catching up with their friends so <laughs> if that <laughs> tells you anything about how fun this is yeah um oh and I did want to mention that we are also offering um, different exhibitor and sponsorship packages. So if you are interested in kind of meeting 300, uh farmers growers ag professionals people who just support local foods uh that's the crowd we bring and you'll want to check out our website for information on how to be a sponsor or a um, exhibitor
1: nope should be mm-hmm. fun i'm looking forward to it again
0: and so check the episode description we'll put the link to the annual conference yes. in there as well yes so I've been focused on the annual conference, but I know Jared and Jonathan have been working really hard on our big Soil Health event, the Midwest Soil Health Summit. How's that coming along?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, we have. And and you say Jonathan and I have, but at the end of the day, you, Jerry, Lucinda, we're all a team and we've all been in on it. But <laughs> yeah. for sure, Jonathan and I have the fun part of putting together some of the content and that that has been fun and I'm excited. It's it's going to be held this March, in, uh, March 8th and 9th, so that's a Wednesday on Thursday, March 8th and 9th in Alexandria at the Holiday Inn and their event center there. Um, So, uh, you know, you can get that on the calendar already. I think registration will be open here in a week or two very, very soon, so keep an Mm -hmm. eye out for that. Um, But but we've got some awesome speakers. So we kind of mentioned their annual conference how that's really kind of a cool opportunity to focus our local experts and our farmers, but we're bringing in some big guns, some big names and stuff in the soil health world. For our, uh, our Midwest Soil Health Summit, we've got Dave Brandt, who I just was listening to a podcast the other day. Apparently, he is the godfather of soil health is his kind of nickname. So I guess that's a, oh, wow. a big deal. But uh, he's, he's going to be uh, sharing. He's been doing no-till and... Uh, you know, no-till since I think the 1970s, and cover crops somewhere in the 1970s, 80s as well. So he is one of the pioneers, and that's kind of actually like our sort of tagline is we're kind of calling this the pioneer uh, pioneers and the, the soil health mavericks. Um, some of the, the the original pioneers of these practices. Dave Brant's definitely one. Uh, then Gene Govin is another one, and he is actually a North Dakota farmer and rancher who's uh, got a pretty cool story to share. I was talking with him you know about this and he was sharing that he now has managed to increase the productivity on his native prairie rangeland um by 450% and he kind of teases that he currently oh leaves gosh. more feed behind than he used to produce it's pretty <laughs> cool so i thought that was a pretty neat stat and and that's you know he's going to share all about how he's doing that and and what he's doing there and then we've got Elaine Ingham, who is a soil mm. microbiologist I don't, you know, soil microbiology goes over my head a lot, but I know she's a big deal. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it. <laughs> yeah. she'll be giving a couple of talks actually there as well. And on top of those three big names, we also have a good panel of our own local experts, Anna Cates from the University of Minnesota, uh, the Office of Soil Health at the University of Minnesota. We've got Kent Solberg. Uh, talking on how we can capture nitrogen, um, you know, from the atmosphere and the air, which is super relevant today with the cost Mm -hmm. of input costs going up through the roof. So that should be great. Um, And then we've got uh, a panel of our staff, our SFA staff and a panel, a separate panel of our farmers uh, from Minnesota. We've got a a couple confirmed already and we're waiting to hear on a couple too. So that should be fun. Um, But uh, um. Yeah, it should just overall be a great event. Oh, and then we've got uh, what I guess I, I've actually not been to a, a, an in-person one in since pre-COVID when they had discussion tables, but apparently those were a big hit where we're going to have the opportunity to just, we've got some time set aside to sit down and talk with some of these folks about questions that you've got um, at the event too. So if you want to sit down and talk with Dave Brandt, Gene Govan, um, uh, uh Elaine Ingham or any of our SFA staff, you know, this is going to be a pretty cool opportunity to do that, a meet and greet with the big wigs kind of. So <laughs> it should be fun.
0: Yes, I remember seeing I, I was able to go to some of those pre COVID um events with the discussion groups. And yeah, those it was hard to get to what like Alan Williams and things yeah, like yeah. people were just built up around those tables. And yeah. what a neat opportunity to be able to ask them questions directly, you mm-hmm. know, outside of a presentation mm-hmm. setting. Mm-hmm. That'll be really mm-hmm.
1: neat. Yeah, yeah, it should be. I'm looking forward to it. These are the these are the events that just get you pumped up for the next year. You know, this is in March, right before the Mm -hmm. summer and spring, uh, you know, work gets going. And uh, it's just an opportunity to get you pumped. A lot of the times, you know, I found anyway, at these events, you always take away something, you always learn something Mm -hmm. new. But a lot of it is is repetition and there's nothing wrong with that i think it, one of the biggest pieces i get away from some of these events is the ability to network and meet you know with other farmers there and just the excitement that it builds when you get home we kind of talked about that earlier a lot of times when you come home to family who and, and friends who maybe aren't the most optimistic like you are about soil health or regenerative farming or communities aren't really pushing it you know it's just great to be around people who get it you know to be surrounded mm-hmm. by 100 200 people who get it um and so that's that's fun it's just it's just motivating and um so definitely would encourage you to get uh get get there
0: yeah that's the whole networking piece right like yes. once you start yeah. building those connections with fellow farmers with speakers i mm-hmm. mean i remember um some of the speakers that we've had who are local farmers at the summit before start like you know, just came to a conference one year, and that was their first step into soil health. And eventually, mm. they got so into it and got experience, and wanted to share kind of how their farm developed that they became a speaker at the summit mm. <laughs> in in later years. So it's yeah. you can build relationships with other people, um, and the the knowledge can continue. You can keep talking to um, our staff, consultants, other farmers that you met at the event, and keep growing. So you don't have yeah. to worry about um, implementing those things all on your own.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. No, that's, that's what it's about. Yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah. So what are you waiting for? Go to the SFA website and (laughs) check out information about our, our conferences, check out our staff page to see who you might want to get in touch with. If you're thinking about consulting or actually just, just go to Jared directly and he'll Mm -hmm. point you to where you need to go, I suppose. Yes. Yes. Well, we will return shortly with, uh, you know, our our usual, (laughs) our usual content, but we wanted to kind of highlight these, these kind of bullet points here.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Well, we'll keep them coming.
0: (laughs) Dirt Rich is produced by the Sustainable Farming Association. If you enjoyed this podcast, consider supporting us by making a donation or becoming a member at sfa-mn.org. Thanks for listening.